You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Utes podcast for January 7th, 2021. My name is Brian Brown. I am your co-host here on Locked On Utes. I want to preface this episode with a disclaimer, perhaps. Um, With the events of today, I do understand the gravity of the situation and the emotions and everything that people are likely going through with everything that happened in our nation's capital. Jake and I like to joke about me being an expert on Utah athletics. I am not an expert when it comes to politics uh, or anything that comes to that nature. My whole mission with this is to bring people happiness, to to provide people with content, to help them deal with whatever it is that's going on in their personal lives that they might want to have a break or a respite from. That being said, I'm not going to get into anything about what happened today on this podcast. We're going to talk about Utah athletics and everything that happened this today in Utah athletics. So I just want to let people know uh, my heart goes out to everyone who is struggling right now. My thoughts and prayers are with you. Our country is in a time of great transition right now. And the best thing that I can do to help you is to help you find some respite from everything that's happening. And so that's what we'll talk about today on this episode specifically. Veltre Jefferson, recent Utah signee, had an interesting tweet. Also, a recruit announces possible intentions to commit. And where do the youth stand with that recruit? Possibly a legacy at that. We'll discuss some of the social media posts and responses from the Ty Jordan funeral. Utah basketball announced the rescheduling of their next three games. And some Ute news updates regarding other Utah sports and some former Utah athletes. All that and plenty more coming up next here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Youth, January 7th, 2021. to another episode of Locked On Utes here on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Brian Brown. I am co-hosting today your favorite co-host, Jake Hatch, a.k.a. Jake Hatch, is actually off today. He is celebrating uh, the marriage of his younger sister, and so being the family guy that I am, I said, Jake, you take the day off. I'll handle this one. Um, and so you're stuck and settled with me for the next half hour or so. Uh, thank you always for joining us and for subscribing, rating, reviewing everything that you do for us, the comments. We appreciate you all so very, very much. Today's show, as always, is brought to you by Built Bar. We've got a lot on the docket for today. It is a news heavy show. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about. Uh, let's let's jump right into things. You know, Ty Jordan's funeral was today. A lot of social media posts, a lot of videos coming out of that. I, I wasn't able to actually stream the funeral, 
but I was able to get some updates from people who were there and was told that it was a phenomenal service, that there was a lot of attention paid to memorializing Ty, to honoring him in his life. Uh, the Utah social media team has posted some incredible videos on their social media accounts, one of which is the team doing the melee, which is a someone chant uh, that they do. It's the one that they do in pregames and, and at the start of the fourth quarter where they all do the clap and the, hey, Utah, hey. And they did that one more time with Ty in the end zone. It was something that was very touching. So I highly recommend if you get the opportunity, go take a look at that video. Coach Whittingham posted a picture of him with his wife, Jamie, looking on. And also there was another picture of him uh, looking at the casket. It was... I've never seen Coach Whittingham go through something like this before. And, and you can tell that it's really Im impacted him. He said commentary, the simplest thing I can say is that I love Ty and I miss him. It's not very often that I feel like Kyle is super short on words um usually he has his in our estimation type filler words and he's very explanatory on a lot of things sometimes he he dabbles heavily in the coach speak but you can usually read between the lines on some of that stuff if i were to read between the lines on this one i would think that he is hurting and he's still processing and, and trying to find the words of to express what's what's going on and and the loss of Ty and how it's impacted him. Some other commentary from coach Kyle McDonald, his position coach said, this young man will never be forgotten. Ty's light was incredible with that million dollar smile that went from cheek to cheek. You could barely see his eyes. He had a special energy. He was someone who truly loved life to the fullest. Another Whittingham quote, what a special young man. The simplest thing I can say is that I love Ty. I'm going to miss him. As a head football coach, you really have 120 adopted sons, and you care for them like your sons. You hurt when they hurt. It is a special bond. I connected with Ty on day one. His smile, the infectious personality, that sparkle in his eyes. He was a special person. Very, very tough day for the program, but I think one that was very necessary to help them find some closure as they move forward. A lot of commentary on social media uh, out there. Uh, I, it was something that was on my mind and present all day, despite the fact that there was so much turmoil and everything going on in the world. And, you know, I, I hope that as we move forward, that we can, pay proper respect to him and, and, and always honor his memory as we continue to move forward and everything like that. The Ty Jordan Memorial Scholarship is, is posted at utahutes.com. If you do want to donate, feel free to do that. Uh, any other comments, any questions, feel free to direct those at us as well. We're always willing to do our best to try and answer those for you and to get you as much information as possible. That is our goal, to be a one-stop shop for all University of Utah news uh, regarding athletics. So along those lines, there was an interesting tweet from a Utah commit, Veltre Jefferson. He is a very talented athlete uh, out of California, signed with the University of Utah in the early signing period, uh, listed as an outside linebacker, 6'4", 230, 
three star uh, per the twenty four seven sports composite at eighty six one five point eight six one five I should say. But in my in my personal opinion, I think that that he's closer to a four star in terms of potential, especially in a program like Utah. Veltre posted at Fred Whittingham. I got your message about catching some touchdowns, and I tell you it doesn't sound bad at all. And then he posted the hmm emoji afterwards. Now, Veltre played wide receiver. He was initially recruited as a defensive end and an outside linebacker, but it does look like there's maybe been some conversation with him to go on the offensive side of the football. And I think what that tells us is is just how much of an emphasis Utah is placing on getting playmakers to the offensive side of the ball especially with the success of Brant Keithy this year. There's also Cole Fotheringham, Dalton Kincaid, Thomas Yasmin. But it is clear that the University of Utah wants to make that a focal point of the offense. And for a talent like Veltre, who could be very, very good at the defensive end position, outside linebacker, clearly at 6'4", 230, he has the frame to to play the position and, and could develop within a year or two. Utah has a lot of depth at that position right now. But with that kind of athleticism, his explosion, his tenacity as a player, he plays with a lot of passion and energy. I'm going to go ahead and try not to call him a high-motor guy because I feel like that phrase gets so overused. But he does play the game extremely fast. That's a really interesting fit for him within this Utah offense at the tight end position. So something to keep an eye on as Utah goes into spring and and fall and we get more information on that. I thought it was very, very interesting that he posted it on Twitter in that format where it was a public forum rather than just, uh, you know, just behind closed doors because they do like to DM and whatnot. So maybe it's Freddie putting a little pressure on to get him on his side of the football. Maybe it's an indication that Utah really is pushing hard to get playmakers on offense. There's always things that you can interpret and read within those things. But to me, I think for an athlete like Veltre to be able to step into that Keithy role within the offense, that that is super tantalizing. And it should encourage whoever else is is looking to go to Utah that they should want to be there just, just as much as he does, especially if it's a quarterback or, or wide receivers or any other skill position players that Utah wants to be great on offense and they're willing to commit to it. Also along the, the recruiting storylines, Isaiah Moa, in-state prospect out of Weber High School, legacy son of Ben Moa, announced on Twitter that he will have big news coming next week. If you go to the 24-7 profile for Isaiah, you will find his rating... From 24-7 Sports is 90. He's a four-star recruit according to their rating. Now, the industry composite is at 0.8667. Excuse me. One too many sixes in there. So he's an industry three-star composite per the industry standard. Similar to Veltre Jefferson. But he is an explosive athlete. He is a tremendous player. He plays with the same kind of passion and intensity that his dad did. He is most likely a defensive end outside linebacker prospect. And that big news could be very interesting. Anybody who's not a subscriber at Ute Zone can still view athlete profiles. 24-7 Sports adds what they like to call a crystal ball prediction where experts within the industry will predict what school the athlete is going to pick. It just so happens that all five lead experts 
have put in a crystal ball for a certain university. If you'd like to find out which one it is, you can simply Google Isaiah Moa 24-7. That's A-I-S-E-A Moa 24-7 and check that out. In my opinion, this could be great news for the University of Utah next week. A legacy recruit in state. Father has a tremendous impact on the program. The Moa jump pass is one of the most memorable things. He's still a bit of an unknown in terms of national recruiting circles. Not a ton of offers currently, and and there will be offers coming because he is really starting to develop and, and grow and become a tremendous football player. He he played wonderfully his junior year. Film is very fun to watch. He's in a great program up at Weber High, and so if. If you're into the recruiting thing or if you're starting to get into it, if you've never followed it before, that's a good one to keep an eye on next week to see what his big announcement is. And fingers crossed that it's good news for the University of Utah. Speaking of good news, gang, good news is that we still have football going on. We have playoffs, NFL playoffs, and we've talked already about the University of Utah and the in the former players that will be playing in the playoffs, what teams, what matchups so forth and so on. But if you want to make that game just a little bit more interesting, you know what to do. It's betonline.ag. Go to betonline. It's easy to set up set up an account. Enter in the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. That's right. They will match up to 50% whatever you deposit first time. They have all sorts of lines for the playoffs. They will set lines or set bets for you if you have a certain request. Uh, they do it across all sorts of sports. So if you're not into the playoffs, but maybe you want to put some money on an NBA game or something like that, the place to be is Bet Online. Again, promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for that free account, use the promo code, get involved, start making that that Christmas money for next year right now. Transitioning into some basketball news, it was released today that the University of Utah men's basketball team has had their schedule updated. They will now take on the Oregon Ducks Saturday, January 9th at 7.30 p.m. on the Pac-12 Network. Again, the Utes game versus Oregon State was postponed. That game was supposed to be on Wednesday. There was a positive test at Oregon State. Their program is currently on pause. The The hope is and, and the optimism is that Utah will be able to play against Oregon on Saturday. But as we found out this year, all bets are off on whether or not those games will go through, other than at betonline.ag, of course. Um, Monday, January 11th, they will face off against the Colorado Buffaloes in what's not really a rivalry, but it, it, it in recent years it has been kind of a, a contested matchup between the two teams back and forth. So time to be determined on that one, but it will also be on the Pac-12 networks. We will obviously keep you updated when the time is when a time is announced for that game. And then the Utah versus Stanford game has been moved to Thursday, January 14th. Time TBD on that one, but it will be broadcast on ESPN2 and ESPNU. 
or excuse me, ESPN2 or ESPNU. Again, we will keep you updated on the time for that one, but it does look like the University of Utah is going to try and play some games close together. As Jake and I have talked about, this team needs to get out on the court and play some games. The hope is that they can use this time to develop quickly, maybe not practice as much in between games, but really kind of grow and develop uh, along those lines. So schedule changes for them, as always, who knows what will happen in terms of COVID, but that's a positive, in my opinion, for the University of Utah basketball team that they will be able to get those games going and have a few different uh, contests you know, coming up and, and possibly even give them a little taste of, of the kind of schedule that might them at the Pac-12 tournament. So keeping our fingers crossed that they can get through those games so that they can start getting some development so that we can get these guys rolling. I think everybody wants to see the basketball team do well. Nobody really wants to watch this team struggle. Nobody really wants to watch this team lose games. And and so I think the best way to get out there is to get playing, get some development, get some cohesion going. They've had some time off to practice. So this quick condensed schedule should help them a lot. More basketball news. It was announced that Brendan Wenzel will transfer to Wyoming. So interesting fit for him. I don't know if that's, you know, Wyoming is not a program that I, I have a ton of, of knowledge on anymore. You know, former former rival in the Mountain West Conference, obviously. But it, it does not, in terms of the, the P5-G5 comparison, it is definitely not the same, same level as the University of Utah is right now. He will go play for Coach Jeff Linder there. You know, just wasn't able to crack the rotation. He is a catch and shoot guy with a, with a good frame, able to come off screens, that sort sort of thing. Not a great athlete, which I think that's the biggest thing that the University of Utah has tried to do is increase their athleticism on the wing. We've seen Pella Larson, we've seen Ian Martinez all step in and play well. So it was just the odd man out for for Wenzel. Utah could have used his shooting, but. You know, unfortunately, there just wasn't enough space for him to play. So good luck to him at Wyoming. Wish him the best going forward. We'll keep an eye on him and everything else. So thank you, Brendan, and good luck. Something else that's bringing us good luck these days is our partnership with Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a sponsor of the Locked On Utes podcast, and someone like me who grew up working on cars, who does his own brakes, who actually gets excited about changing his own oil, loves this. And most of what I love about this is the fact that I get to share with you everything that I've found about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is my go-to source anytime I need parts. I have American cars. We have foreign cars in my family. It was something that I used to do with my dad growing up. We had a Jeep that we worked on. For years, we've always, my family has always used Rock Auto anytime that we need to get parts for our vehicles. One of the reasons why we like to go to Rock Auto is the variety of parts that they carry. I can go into one of the competitors, a local store here. They might have what I need in stock and they might not. But if I order it from Rock Auto, not only are they going to have the part that I need, but they'll have that part at a rate and a price much, much lower than you'll find anywhere near your house. Rock Auto is my one-stop shop anytime I need anything to repair a car, anytime I'm looking to make an upgrade to my car. 
got to put those dubs on on my Chevrolet, you know, make it look good so that when all the high school kids see me rolling through the parking lot, going to games where I'm covering recruiting, they get excited about it and think, yeah, I definitely want to talk to that guy. Just kidding. There's no way that they really would think that about me because of my car. But I do love making my car look good. I love keeping my car clean. I love keeping my car maintained. And Rock Auto helps me to do all of those things. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Alrighty gang, that about wraps it up for today's episode. Not a lot of action happening right now in Utah athletics, but we do have some news and notes to keep you apprised of the goings on reminder. Again, that Utah basketball game will be Saturday at seven 30 mountain time. Utah gymnastics will also be competing in the Rio Tinto. Uh, I believe it's Rio Tinto invitational. That one will be on BYU TV. So if you're a gymnastics fan, be sure to tune in for that one. And then in a few weeks, we'll also have the gymnastics meet versus Oklahoma on ESPN two women's basketball will also be in action against USC on Friday. That one will be on the pac 12 network and will also be broadcast on ESPN 700 Tyson Ewing, former co-host of locked on Utes, the actual founder of locked on Utes will be on the call for that one. He will be joined by the wonderful Amanda Smith, who is one of the best basketball minds that I've ever spoken with. And also one of the best color people that I've ever seen and or heard and or had the pleasure to work with. So if you get an opportunity on Friday, tune in to watch the Lady Utes. They are just starting to scratch the surface of their potential and, and just came off of a big win over Washington last week. Chance to put together another big one against USC on Friday. The AVCA preseason spring rankings came out on Tuesday, January the 5th, and the Utah volleyball team is ranked 10th. That is a great, great opportunity for the volleyball team to start off the season as their highest preseason ranking in program history. Previous high was 13 in 2002, so it's been 19 years since Utah has been ranked this high. They are led by the electric Danny Drews once known as Danny Barton, who is quite possibly one of the best players in Utah volleyball history. Uh, First team, all Pac-12, and also Kenzie Kerber on the second team. Uh, Those two are are as good a pair of of volleyball players as we've seen in this state in a long, long time. Danny's one of the most incredible athletes that that I've ever had a chance to watch. And and truly watching her play volleyball is, is something that's impressive. That is a great start and a lot of respect for a program that has continued to build and done a really, really great job of, of growing and developing. Uh, another player to watch, Sage Torres, six-foot junior. We will absolutely keep you updated as to the status of the volleyball team when they'll be playing, et cetera, et cetera. But it's it's one of those sports that I actually really love to watch. Uh, I grew up with Logan Tom playing at my high school, and and so that kind of developed my love of of volleyball and have have had family members who have played it at the next level. And so it's one that I love to tune in and watch, one of my favorite sports for sure. Believe it or not, I've even played – my fair share of volleyball from time to time. Uh, if you've ever seen Top Gun, you know what I'm talking about. So, 
little bit of a news update there with with volleyball. And then finally, we're going to close out the show with an update on Jake Bentley. It was announced today that he is transferring to South Alabama. Really happy for Jake that he's found a second home. It did not work out here at the University of Utah. He definitely struggled in adapting. It was a really tough year for everybody involved with COVID and everything else that's been going on, only being able to play five games. He was pressed into duty after Cam Rising was injured. And I don't I don't know that things would have been different had you taken all that away necessarily. But uh, I'm appreciative of the effort. I'm appreciative of the leadership he showed in the offseason and and getting guys to buy in and and compete and everything like that. And I'm excited that he has another opportunity to go compete again at his school in South Alabama. All right, gang, that's it for today's episode of the Locked On Utes podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Jake is off again tomorrow as he is also handling wedding duties we shall have plenty of updates for you to close out the week as always thank you for subscribing thank you for listening have a great day go utes and this has been the locked on podcast for january 7th 2021